Hi, this is Sometimes in Life with Noura Karim, the podcast, where I help you hold conversations with yourself and with others that build. I believe everything starts with a healthy heart. And in this Ramadan series called What I Learned, we're going to engage our hearts in hopes to help close the gap between how we see ourselves and what Allah, the Creator, told us about us in His book. Where does anger come from? Why is it there? And what is it trying to tell us? How does the Quran talk about anger? And where does he place it within our physical form? That's what we're going to be talking about today. Here's what I learned from working in therapy and working closely with people. Anger always has an underlying emotion. It's always there for a reason, trying to tell us something. Letting us know that something isn't working. That something can be better. Or that there's a boundary or a value that's being crossed. We tend to go to anger when we want to cover up uncomfortable emotions. When we're not ready to deal with those emotions, or we just choose not to. There are two reasons anger shows up. Personally, I haven't decided if there's a third reason for anger to show up. If there's a third reason, I imagine it's something to do with غِيرَ عَلَى دِينِ The anger shows up when we see people going against God, His religion, and what He told us matters or is important. But for today's sake, we're going to be talking about two reasons why anger shows up. One, to cover up fear. If I don't want fear, fear is the fear of something bad happening in the future. It's a hard emotion. When I'm not ready to deal with that fear, then I might seek anger. Maybe I lost a flight. I lost a flight. And there are consequences that I'm late for a meeting or um, so I'm afraid of what might happen. And therefore, I choose anger. I choose anger at the people that work at the airport. I choose anger wherever. And usually it's directed to others. And a lot of times there's anger toward the self as well. But if we don't deal with that, we choose to direct it to others. That's one reason. The other reason we tend to go to anger is when we are seeking to avoid the feeling of sadness. And sadness is the grief of the loss of something in the past. So when I, maybe there was a fight between me and a loved one, parent, kid, um, a spouse, a friend, and there is sadness there, there is hurt Something wasn't supposed to go that way. They may have said something that they weren't supposed to say. We may have said something we weren't supposed to say. Whatever the issue is that caused us grief and sadness, we might seek anger to cover it up. So I'm not going to speak to you. I'm not going to talk to you. And we tend to choose anger in order to make us feel like we're in control. If I'm angry, I'm in control takes us away from dealing with the fear and sadness. 
Having said that, I want to invite you to think of anger as a sign. A sign that something has been triggered. A sign to do something differently or to shift something or that something isn't working and you need to do, you need to take action. I want to share with you two different ayat. Very similar ayat, but Allah uses two different words to describe it. One of these ayat is dealing with fear. The other ayat is dealing with anger and how Allah speaks about him differently. The first ayah is, ثُمَّ أَنزَلَّ اللَّهُ سَكِينَتَهُ عَلَىٰ رَسُولِهِ وَعَلَىٰ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ He sent tranquility upon and on the Prophet and the companions' hearts, or on to them, okay? The second ayah, هُوَ الَّذِي أَنزَلَ السَّكِينَةَ فِي قُلُوبِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ لِيَزْدَادُوا إِيمَانًا مَعْ إِيمَانِهِمْ He's the one that sent tranquility and peace inside of the hearts of the believers. So in some of the ayat, if you notice, he uses the word ala. He sends peace and tranquility on hearts. And sometimes he says he sends tranquility inside of people's hearts. Why does it matter? What's the difference? Why does he use different words to describe it? If you notice the words or the ayat and the situations that God uses ala rasulih, when he sends tranquility on and upon, you will notice in those situations there's fear. And fear is felt on the heart. Fear is felt on the skin. I'm afraid of something bad will happen in the future. It hasn't happened, but there's this trigger outside of us that's triggering that fear. So therefore, we need tranquility to send on our hearts to tie it down. When God uses inside of the heart, he sends tranquility. If you notice those situations in those moments, there's anger. The prophet and his companions are feeling anger. And anger is felt within the heart, inside of our heart. Whether something happens around us or not, there's still anger inside of us. And that anger can be triggered with anything. And it will stay there and it will remain. And that's why we can trigger it again and it can pop up in different situations. It's not dealt with. So therefore, we need tranquility inside of the heart, from inside out to work with it. There is a lot that we can say about emotions, anger, sadness, and fear. But what I want to leave you with today is a couple points. One, emotions involve the heart. So if you want to help yourself or someone that you love, engage their hearts. If it's fear, again, what do you need to let go of? What do you need to, like, what results do you need to, outcomes do you need to let go of? And what will give you enough trust to let go of? If you're feeling anger, know that there is work to be done. Yes, it's okay to feel anger at times, but it's also really important to know why it's there, what triggered it, what's the call for action, what is it calling you to do.
is a good resource for knowing what values and boundaries are being crossed. And when boundaries and values are crossed, we're usually afraid of something bad to happen in the future or we're sad for something. It triggers those sadness and fear again. Third, we do need to deal with the fear and we do need to deal with the sadness. We need to be able to acknowledge them, be present with them in order to be able to move past it. So instead of them through anger controlling us, we can be in control. We can take from it what it's trying to tell us and maybe we can even find a way to be friends with our feelings and emotions where we can have a conversation and a dialogue. So the next time you or someone that you love is experiencing anger and frustration and they're venting. Being able to ask him in a genuine, curious way and not in a way that's attacking or questioning, just a curious way. What are you afraid of? Or are you sad? Can help them move past that anger and into the real issue, the core of things. And that from there you can start a dialogue of what's really important, what really matters, what's the real issue. And then you can deal with the feelings and the need behind it. I know these topics are really important. In the description of this podcast, you will find extra resources. Resources on sadness in the Quran and how to deal with it. This was Sometimes in Life with Nura Kalima. Subscribe to the podcast and share with family and friends. I will be doing one podcast every day for the next 30 days of Ramadan. I'm glad you're here. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next time.